Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. Yes, my name is Lise and I'm a millennial, so let's get this party started right and quickly. So let me give a big shout out, okay? We we had brunched, I told you that I'd be getting lazy and I'd be recording it on the same day now. So I record brunching and millennials on the exact same day and I want to give a big shout out to everybody over there. Of course, E Digger, the Guru, Ashley for being amazing amazing host and we always have a good time so i want to give a big shout out to them but we had a guest today and i was so excited i was so i'm so excited um to have a guest on today which was head crack from dish nation and from the morning hustle he is just like when i tell you when i first i reached out to him like i thought he was just like a, a nice genuine nice person but you know sometimes especially when you get in if you i'm not in the industry i'm on outside but people sometimes are not all they seem you know what i mean like sometimes people are not the same and he is just the same he's just a genuinely very nice human being and it is so refreshing to see and i think that's what it was i think because ashley kept saying like your energy your vibe like he, he's very he is very hype but i think it's just his vibe like he's just this nice genuine guy and i think you you're less problematic and you can keep that vibe when you're just authentically you and that's what it was like he's just authentically him and i i love his energy and i love him so make sure that you support his music so he has music with the bodega brothers coming out and he said about 30 days and he has a new single coming out so make sure you support him i'm really rocking with cali right now that is it's such a it's it's an awesome song it makes you very mellow and he has a story behind it so if you don't know the story behind it make sure you go tune into brunching on all major podcasting platforms and you can watch it on facebook or youtube if you want whatever i'm not judging you do whatever you need you know what i mean like you do you you do you i'll do me but he's genuinely just that nice so i want to give a big shout out to head crack as well but let's get into these top 10 trending topics of the week all right so here we go top 10 trending topics of the week but before I go, I'm, I'm a little upset because I brought a canister. I know this is a side. You know, I'm a sidebar to a sidebar kind of girl. I like, and I have this canister of water and it is supposed to be like this, this insulated canister where it keeps stuff cold and it's cold, but I put ice in it because I like to chew ice. I, I'm an ice chewer and, but I like my ice soft, so I like it to sit for a minute and all my freaking ice is melted and I'm disappointed. I got it from Walmart, but I expected more from you. I know I only paid $5 for it, but I expected more from you. I'm just saying. But let me get into these top trending topics. I don't know what I just said. I have not been drinking. Top 10 trending topics of the week. So, Meg and Beyonce did drop. They did drop a banger. I told you that it was coming. It was rumors that it was coming, and it had came. So, they completed the Project Savage remix. And I told you. When we talked about this on Brunch and I talked about this last week on Millennials. I'm not sh- I don't be- I love my listen, I love my membership. I got my bronze membership. It ain't gone up, but it ain't gone down. And y'all not gonna take it from me. You listen to me, Beehive. I know Ashley said I must get it about to get it revoked. No, I am not. I'm not. I've been rocking with Beyonce since day one. You hear me? When she was in Destiny's Child and she was the leader before they said she was the leader. I remember that interview when she was coughing when Kelly said that we was the leaders and she was like, <coughs> like I, I caught that shade. Okay? I had caught that shade. I've been watch, I've been rocking with her since she was the in Destiny's Child. Okay? So I got my Beehive membership. I done brought I didn't brought Ivy Park before y'all was buying the Ivy Park when it looked like it could be Popeyes related. Like I was buying Ivy Park when it came out. 
I've bought House of Darion. I've been rocking with Beyonce since Beyonce had braids. And back in the day, if you if you old enough, you know she always was rocking the braids back in the day. I've been since then. You know what I mean? She was in the case video. I I be I was rocking with her. But what I can't rock with is Beyonce rapping. Now, listen, I'm not saying that I'm hating on the song. I'm not saying that the song is not going to be a hit. The song is already a hit. And with Beyonce jumping on it, the song is going to be even more of a hit. It's going to be a bona fide chicken fried. Like, it's, it's going to be all that and more. You know what I mean? Like, this song is going to go to the distance. But rapping Beyonce is not my favorite. But speaking of women that is just killing things in the game, the next verses is actually going to be Erica and Jill Scott. So Erica and Jill Scott are going to be going at it. And I'm excited about it. And I was looking at both of their catalogs. Because at first, I, I listen, I had given, because a lot of people was asking Swiss Beats and Tebalina, like, when are we going to get some women? Like, all of these battles have been men. Men are not the only people out here blazing it and i'm also a little bit confused like why a woman can't go up against a dude like i music is music right like it don't need to be just vagina for vagina like we can get some of these women out here up against men i think missy elliott has a strong enough catalog of songs she's produced that she could go up against a guy i don't know who yet don't ask don't ask me that but missy misdemeanor elliott could but in this particular battle i had jill winning right because the reason why i had jill winning is because i didn't go and look at erica's full catalog once you look at erica's full catalog come on man like this and i love jill when she sang he loves me in e flat it can't nobody do that Jill Scott, her 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 mic game fellatio skills is on point. She could teach a class, but I just feel like in this in this right here, nigga, this right here, nigga, this is Erica. Like Erica got this. Miss Badu is going to get this. Floral scented vajayjay and all. She got this. This is hers. Like you can't go up against Owen and Owen and Tyrone and the Ode to Hip Hop. It, like you you can't you can't do that so i i, I, I but i can't wait to see it because it's gonna be so mellow we're gonna have so many people in there smelling like cocoa butter and shea butter babies in there oh i can't wait baby and javante davis gets a corvette after he told money bag yo that it was middle class according to hip-hop dx so i, I had seen this post i think i saw it on the shade room i think that's where i originally saw him say that old ass middle class and i'm like dude javante what i don't you listen and i get that you a boxer and everything right and and you from baltimore i'm from baltimore i can understand that i can i can understand it but you had money for like five minutes like why are you talking down on somebody car first of all and second of all how do you not know that because you've been poor though like i don't understand like you know ain't nobody in no middle class driving no goddamn corvettes you know that and then he gonna go around and he gonna flip that and he gonna go get himself a Corvette. That's that's foul, yo. That's foul. That reminds me of this girl that I used to go to school with when we was back in middle school. I ain't gonna say her name, but she know who she is. And I had wore this jumpsuit, like this sweatsuit. But back in the day, they wasn't like cotton. 
it was like whatever that material is where you walk and it sound like you you crunching paper i had that on right and so because it was listen it was popping at the time okay them them types of little sweat i guess sweat suits that they had you know what i mean these steam suits i call them steam suits because you was surely steaming in at some bunch so them steam suits back then they was popping and i wore it and she teased the shit out of me for wearing that steam suit she was like you know why you got on that steam suit look she got on that fucking steam suit into the steam and then after she had everybody teased me about my goddamn steam suit she came in the next day not a week later not five weeks later she was talking about because it was cheap i think i got it from gallo or whatever and if you don't know what that story is it was like rainbow but cheaper back in the day and i had came and she came in there not not a week later not a month later the next day with that same steam suit same color and everything and just she wore it like she was just the shit and i'm like mm, i don't like motherfuckers like that and that is what javante davis did that was foul you can't be doing that and saying that and a corvette is a nice ass car okay that shit costs like 780 80, it's a nice ass car. We're not going to sit there and do that to people. And that is not middle class. That's some rich folk shit. All right. We're not going to sit there and put that. And there ain't nothing wrong with middle class. I, I'm in the middle. I'm shit. Oh, no. Maybe I'm working class. I'm probably working class like a motherfucker. But, I, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Like, I don't know what the credentials are. Somebody tell me what the credentials are. But nonetheless, Javante, leave that alone. And Atlanta opens up for people. If the nail salons is open, barbershops is open. And they're showing these pictures of people sitting and putting their hands behind plastic. So it looks like they are and that's they, they didn't took their hands to the ICU unit to get their nails done. Their nails did. Um, listen, if I gotta sit in ICU medical quarantine to get my nails did probably ain't worth it and I'm just and then somebody gets shot they open up Atlanta and I think that somebody got shot outside and I'm thinking listen this is what y'all was running outside to do this like y'all was complaining about this y'all wasn't complaining about going back to work y'all wasn't complaining about none of that you was complaining that you couldn't go shop in goddamn rainbow or footlocker so you can get shoes and go to the club so people can shoot at y'all as y'all leaving like this shit just don't make sense like stay y'all ass in the house stay y'all asses in the house I'm just saying. And speaking of staying in the house, people pile in state houses across the country. In particular, Michigan people decided that they was going to go up there. And it looked like they formed a goddamn militia. Okay? They was up there with AK-47s and other guns. Listen. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Because if they was black, they would have shot them on sight. Like, it, it is only constitutional rights if it's a white man with a gun. If it's a black man with a gun, it's a goddamn, he's a felon, he's a criminal, it's all of that other stuff. A black person with a gun. I don't want to hear that shit. Like, I want y'all to keep that same energy. I need y'all to keep that same energy when y'all be talking about us protesting in the street. You calling the kids, they, they, 
gang members and thugs and all that you better use them same terms when you talking about these people man because i the thing that i don't understand is that somebody did that somewhere else in one of these rallies and the the person who formed the rally ended up getting coronavirus like is it really worth it and speaking about getting out of hand the white house coronavirus response team says vaccine will be ready in 2021 as states are seeing more surges in numbers of people getting coronavirus because y'all won't stay y'all stupid asses in the house now i i, I just it i i don't know what to say about this it kind of saddens me because this is seems like school not going back till we it's gonna be about 2021 by the time school goes back and it's just <sighs> that makes me sad so i'm gonna move on and diddy says the black vote it's not for free this vote not for free now i get you diddy like i get i get the premise of what you're saying but we talked about this on brunching and ashley she mentioned what i've mentioned in the past is that you gotta have to have a goal an outcome a plan so what is your goal or outcome what is the the goal or outcome that you're looking for what is the plan let's say people stay home and they don't vote for joe biden so if trump gets reelected, what is your plan for that like what like let's come up with a solid strategy or a plan no you shouldn't just be voting for people just to vote for them but at the same time y'all need to stop listening to these celebrities because a lot of the times their interests are not the same as your interests. You need to be voting for people based on your own research that you've done on these politicians. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter if it's Democrat or Republican. You need to do your own research. Stop listening to these celebrities and thinking they know. I've heard too many people say that Cardi B should be running for president. No, she shouldn't. No, nope, nope, nope. Nope, we're not doing that. Just because somebody said or repeated something that they heard don't necessarily mean that they've done the research. Okay, so you can't rely on somebody else. So stop listening to celebrities as if they're going to give you the opinions about what's best for your life. Because they don't know. They can only go on what's best for their life. That's all I'm saying. Like, so I get what you're saying, Diddy. You shouldn't just be voting for people because they're a Democrat. You shouldn't just be voting for people because they're a Republican. But you should, if you're going to be out there and you want to be like the leader, you got to have some strategy. You just can't be throwing out words without a strategy. So let's just strategize. And then the drama with Isaiah Thomas and Michael Jordan continues. So they are still going at it they they have not dropped this beef at all if you go watch the last dance jordan pretty much called him an asshole and isaiah thomas didn't like that at all and hillary clinton finally endorses endorses joe biden after it's been about a month or so since he was the only candidate so that's a long time before she decided she was gonna endorse him so i don't know what's been going on with that and finally mike tyson with a video that is going around the interwebs of him boxing again at 53 and he's still the baddest man on the motherfucking planet and we all had felt it when his sparring partner was going with him and we were like oh my god oh my god oh my god like i really i was afraid for him like i felt like he was trembling and i could feel it like i i could feel the hits like even from not being there you could feel the you could feel it like even though you're not necessarily there i could feel the i was like Whoo! i feel your pain 
I, for a minute there, I thought he he almost hit him, and I could see he went. Oh, wait, 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 let's just wait a minute, wait a minute. I gotta get my thoughts together because I think his life did flash before him. His life, or maybe I, he might have shitted on himself because I he I would have too. Like it, that was a lot, and her hand was really close to the face. Like it was like what? So this has been your top 10 trending topics of the week. Let's get into the topics of the day. All right. So we talked a little bit about the Savage remix with Meg the Stallion and Beyonce. And so we we as on on the podcast brunching, I think the consensus was is that it's a banger. But I think a lot of people weren't necessarily completely sold on it. But the thing that we're going to talk about today is was Nicki Minaj taking a shot at Beyonce? So I was listening to the blogs and on the blogs they said that at the end. So Nicki Minaj did a remix of Say So with Doja Cat. And which is funny to me because I thought that they were like. Not necessarily Doja was at odds with Nikki, but I know Nikki fans didn't really care for Doja because she was on Twitter, and I think somebody, somebody drew a picture of Nikki, Meg, and Doja, and one of the guys commented on it and said, "I would like to see Doja in the middle," and the Nikki stands was like, "We ain't having it," and that was disrespectful and all that other stuff, and so they just was going at him, and Doja came in and she was like, "Don't worry about them. They, you know, like they internet bullies." or whatever and they just went at her and from that moment on Nikki fans or Nikki stands believed that Doja didn't like Nikki and then it was a thing so I'm kind of shocked that they were working together anyway like so this is kind of I think this is Nikki's way of telling her fans you know back off of Doja we don't got no problems I don't want no problems I don't want no problems I think that's what this was but Nikki because originally according to the blog she had a totally different verse on say so then she released on the actual song and so a lot of people are, are starting to speculate some people thought she was talking about wendy williams but she has since debunked that and she said i'm not talking about wendy williams on this album and they they were just kind of they were thinking maybe it's cardi but because of what she said they don't think it's cardi so at the end of the song or the verse she and she she did it at the end Nicki minaj actually says this why you talking about who body fake? With all the fillers in your face, you just full of hate. That real ass ain't keep your nigga home. Now you looking silly, that's why I feel like home. So she, she, she's talking about fillers in somebody's face and not keeping their man home. So what people are thinking is that this is a shot to the queen. And by queen, I mean Queen Bay. They think this is a direct shot to Beyonce because Beyonce came out with the song with Meg. And in the song, Beyonce discuss if you want to see some real ass. And a lot of people are thinking that this is a response to it and that this is kind of like Nikki's way of, you know, drumming up this controversy around this. Maybe it's a PR stunt. I will say that I, I, cause some people are saying, well, I don't think Nikki would be bold enough to go after the queen. And I don't think a lot of people would because people remember the stuff that happened with Carrie Hilson and stuff like that. Like the queen, and I know they both call themselves the queen, but when I say queen, because you know, I, I respect Nikki. I love Nikki's music. But when I say queen, I mean queen Bay because I've been a fan of Beyonce longer 
So I just would refer to her as Queen Bang. So when you like Beyonce has clout in this game, like she's been around, she's a mammoth, she is a titan. You cannot go up against Beyonce in music. That is just not what you do. You can't do it. Like she is the epitome of our superstar. Like back in the day, in the eighties and nineties, we had a lot of superstars that emerged. You, you know, you have Michael Jackson. You know, and by superstars, I mean people with staying power. Like, they will be around for years and years and years. Like, no matter if they stop making music, they will still be relevant. So, we're talking about our MJs. We're talking about our Prince. We're talking Princes. We're talking about our Whitney's. Those are the types of people that have staying power. Regardless, and, and some of them have been passed away, rest in peace to all of them, for years. And they're still relevant. We don't really have that now. We don't really have that in our genre. So like we have Beyonce and we have, I think the next person that's probably coming up on this relevancy train is Drake. Like, cause Drake is everything he puts out is fire. Like he has not made a misstep yet when it comes to releasing this music. So I, he, he had a couple of little, little slip up. He had a little slip. But um, other than that, like when it comes to the music, he ain't slipped up yet. Like he always wear that that musical rubber tight. Like he don't he don't slip when it comes to the music. But I will say that I I don't know if Nicki is scared of Beyonce. Like I think people for her, them to say that Nicki is scared of Beyonce is silly. I don't think she is. To me. It makes a lot of sense that this shot came directly to Beyonce. Like, to, from a PR stunt, this is fucking genius. If this is Nicki doing this, and she's, because people are talking about it now. Like, we, in the giantness that Savage is becoming, because it got fucking damn tick. I'm so, listen, me. I like you. I think you real authentic. I like you a lot. You know what I mean? I rocks with you. I got most of your songs on my my playlist, but I'm tired of it. Like I'm, and it's not you, Meg. You didn't do it. It was all the goddamn people on TikTok doing it. Like everybody got to do the dance, and now we got to get another dance to the dance, and it's just like, oh, I'm tired. But this song is already a hit, and it's already on TikTok, and it's already in heavy rotation. So this song is going to be a giant, and. I don't know if Doja Cat's remix was going to do the same numbers stream streaming wise that Beyonce's song or, or Meg Thee Stallion's song Savage was going to do. I don't I don't think so. And I think that this was genius because now you now people are going. What are people doing? You listen to Savage remix and now you go listen to Doja Cat say so. So I can figure out exactly what did Nicki Minaj say. And no, she was like, I'm going to get this full damn stream because you're going to listen to this whole goddamn song so you can hear it at the end. So I, I think that this was a fucking PR genius. This is genius. And I'm not saying that she's taking a direct shot at Beyonce because I don't think she has beef with Beyonce or anything like that. I think this is just her way of getting some streams. I think this is her way of being a PR genius. This is this is this was smart. This was smart. If you, if you don't see that this was smart, I don't think you know marketing. This was smart. And so, yes, I do think this was a direct response to Beyonce's, what Beyonce said. Now, if this is a direct hit so that she's getting that marketing or PR 
and she didn't call the queen to do that do i think beyonce is probably upset about it probably but i don't think she could really prove that she's talking to her because if beyonce comes out in response to this she's owning the fact that she couldn't keep her man home so i don't see beyonce responding to this shit at all like there's not gonna be another like there's not gonna be a battle a chain of songs that come out first of all like i said this is why i don't like rapping beyonce because now beyonce in a bat she's in a rap battle with a rapper and nikki is a rapper you know what i mean like nikki is the a rapper's rapper like she on mixtapes and everything like this not good b that's why we can't have you rapping you sing you don't rap we can't have you in rap squabbles. I don't care how great Jay-Z's pen is. We can't have you in rap squabbles. If this, allegedly, if this is what this is about. We can't have that. This, that's not a good look for you, baby. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. And I think this is another thing that irritates me about the music industry. I feel like the music industry ages, but I feel like that it's hard for it to age. Like it doesn't want to age and like it, it, this it's kind of painful to see because i'm like I'm, you know beyonce you almost 40 like you i don't think we should be rapping at this point it, it you just let's let's not go backwards because she wasn't rapping when she started like if beyonce was rapping when she started then that would make sense to me but she wasn't so i was like don't try to cater to the the youngins i, I don't want you to cater to the youngins i don't i don't like it and so now with her catering to the youngin she's stuck in a battle well she's not stuck in a battle but this could be a battle of lyrics this could be a shot this could be shots fired like i said is beyonce gonna respond to this hell no like she's on a different type of wavelength like she she got her billion she got blue and everything and the twins and i'm really upset that people just call them the twins because they do have names but she's just she out there on her yacht like she with miss tina like she out there she ain't worried about this but she technically if this was a real rapper this could be something like if remy ma was on savage and nikki said this oh no i think we getting another i think we getting another record whereas this is just gonna get nikki some some marketing but i think if this was an actual rapper we would be in a battle because that shot's fired if she really is talking to beyonce that shot's fired you don't bring that shit back up you you just don't you just don't bring it up but it's funny because we were talking about savage what it means like because we know what it means in the terms of the culture right we know what it means in the culture but what it actually means and so my husband was asking like you know because i was singing the song savage or whatever and i'm not the biggest fan of savage but i i it's a catchy song okay so you you're naturally gonna sing it but when he was like do you really want to be called a savage and i was like you know what you kind of wanted something because if you think about what a savage is a savage is usually referred to an animal so you know what i mean like uncivilized primitive barbarian barbaric heathen I, i'm like i i think we need to have a, a conversation with our kids to kind of like get everybody on the same wave, same wavelength because some of these words y'all be using like 
do you, if you really knew what it meant would you want somebody to because if somebody come up to you and say you are uncivilized you could be like oh no but if they say you a savage then you be like yes yes honey yes i'm a savage They're like bitch she's calling you the same shit like i i don't know if we we gotta get these definitions and, and nouns under control and i'm not necessarily saying that i'm gonna take my nouns from meg the stallion uh because she, you know she does refer herself as a stallion which is technically a male horse so i'm not necessarily taking you know my, my dictionaries from her but i'm just saying like we need to check some of these words in the dictionary or the thesaurus or whatever you got because we do need to make sure we know what they actually what they actually mean all right let's get this party moving on let's move the bandwagon over okay so I'm, I'm gonna talk about it so i waited a little while before i actually talked about black as fuck and black af on netflix which was created by mr kenya barris if you don't know who he is he's created a lot of great television shows that people probably watch so like blackish grownish mixedish anything that has ish behind it he he made it and he also did things like girlfriends and a couple of other shows back in the day so he's been around for a minute and he's known for black creating shows black shows that give black people a light and a voice and all of that so with that being said you know shout out to kenya burris for giving black people jobs appreciate that especially in hollywood and writing pretty decent ass scripts right because sometimes you get I ain't naming no names but sometimes certain black people be writing stuff and it'd be a mess and so i can appreciate kenya for the appreciativeness of what he contributes to black culture right but on the same note don't name a show black as fuck that's not black as fuck like it just it confused people and i think when people watched it they expected to get something else so you know so if you ever like let's say you went to a restaurant or something right and you are sitting there and you're reading the menu and it starts talking about stuff where it's sweet like let's say it got like on the menu this is a cupcake a brown sugar cinnamon cupcake and you like oh i want that and then once it comes to your table you realize that it was meat you know what I mean? Like it's a meat cupcake and they got like brown like and, and and listen, brown sugar on meat is not bad, especially if you having like barbecue or whatever, like ribs or something like that. So it's not necessarily nasty. It's just not what you was expecting, right? You was expecting something sweet. You ain't want savory. And I think that's kind of what happened with black as fuck. So the reason why I actually I took some time. I didn't I didn't review this right away because I had to take some time to myself. I had to, cause I had turned it on when it first popped up on Netflix. I said, oh, black as fuck. This is something black. I'm black. Let me watch it. And I watched it and I was like 10 minutes in and I was like, I don't know if this for me. Um, so I might have to turn this off, but I appreciate you. You know, that, those are the kind of things that I was thinking when this had happened, you know, when this, when this went down, I was like, oh. You know, I, the Rick Ross said, and was like, oh, like, I, I don't know this for me. And so that's why I didn't review this, because if I would have reviewed this show back when I watched 10 minutes of it, 
I would have given this a really scathing review, okay? And and listen, Kenya don't give a shit about me and what I'm saying. Kenya don't even know me. But I just want you to listen, Kenya. This is for this is for you. This is an open letter to Kenyan Burrs, if you can hear me. And another reason why I gave it a second shot, shout out to Kevin Hart and his podcast that he has. And the reason why I gave it a second shot is because I saw them on the LOL network or something like that and they were talking about it and all of them loved it um everybody well I think every it was five of them and I think of the five four of them really loved it and I think one of them was like it's okay but it's not my favorite um it's not bad but it's not my favorite and they compared it to like Curb Your Enthusiasm if you don't know what that is basically it's like a really dry humor type of show like a Seinfeld type of humor um so if you're not that type of person like that type of humor this ain't for you trust me trust me trust me but they were talking about it and one of the things Kevin Hart mentioned was what I mentioned when I heard a lot of black bloggers going in on Kenya Burris for colorism so basically they were saying that Kenya Burris tends to pick light-skinned women or biracial women to play as these main characters now Kenya Burris is not the, the first like we was getting this back in the 90s everywhere like with my wife and kids and all this stuff so, like we were getting this a lot with the mixed kids black parents vibe back in the 90s and so forth so he's not the first but they were really going in on him they were really saying that he was pushing his light skin agenda like how you gonna name a show black as fuck when the woman is a white woman like some people even thought Rashida Jones was a white woman now Rashida Jones is very light and if you squint at her so ever so lightly she looks like a white woman okay she she looks like a white woman and she is not that is Quincy Jones's daughter she got a black pappy she is biracial she is not white but people thought she was white so people were like really upset once they saw that it was black as fuck and he had a white wife but what people didn't do is what Kevin Hart did and what I well Kevin Hart didn't have to do because he know Kenya because Kevin is rich okay but I googled it so when I found out these shows were supposedly about his life and this is before I watched the thing with Kevin Hart I wanted to see what his family looked like because people were going in on him and I was like well if this is loosely based off of his life and this looks like his family what does his family look like now if his family was looking like me and his wife was Rashida Jones I would be like this ain't right okay like you can't be doing it okay but that's not necessarily i would have been like listen you know what like this is not gonna work baby like this you can't be having a black black woman like me and then you you replace me with a white woman like fresh prince did like you you can't be fresh prince and people out here don't be don't be doing that but his wife is biracial that is what she looks like like i mean rashida jones don't look like his wife at all but you get what i'm saying like she's a biracial woman and she looks biracial like it's not like she kind of looks biracial or she sort of looks biracial she is biracial and she looks every bit of it right so that's what his wife looks like and his children all look more biracial than they do black 
they just do like you know although they're technically more black than white because their moms have black and their dad is black they look like biracial kids like they all have the curly flowing hair and everybody's lights it, it that's what his children look like that is what his children is okay now they were saying that he made the show Kevin Hart and him he made the show for black people who are very wealthy and that a lot of people missed out on this show because they were not listening to the real issues like he was really trying to give you some really really deep issues about white gays and all of that and I think that people missed it because they were so stuck in the black as fuck vibe that they didn't listen to any of that but I what I will say is that if that is true what Kevin said that he made this for successful black people he made this for five motherfucking people like because the 1% of the world is small as it is and for black people it's real small like it's just it's like an efficiency apartment in New York like it's just real small you could put all the black people in that one percentage of the 1% in a fucking efficiency apartment that's how many how few of them motherfuckers in it like he made that shit for Oprah Kanye West Jay-Z and Beyonce like did you really just make a show for four motherfucking people like that that's who you made this for because the reason like we had shows back in the day Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was one of them where they were kind of like wealthy he had uh, what else did we have we had a different world they had a couple people in there that were wealthy like we've had wealthier families that we really was rocking with on television and the reason why we rock with them is because they made them relatable to us the regular people so we felt like they were like us and we were like them and you know that it was an obtainable feat even when you look at the other shows that are not black related but it was like Dallas and all those shows where they were rich and grand they made them like us so then we were like oh they fight they bicker they like they were wealthy but they still had issues that we could relate to like somebody was getting cheated on one somebody was having money problems like they made it relatable on this show Kenya I, I, I could not relate to any of this like this was just not a relatable show at all like him with the white assistant and all, like it just and I get what he was saying because we've all probably at some time or another tried to fit into a world that didn't look like us and you know having to worry about what uh, cultures think about us and being the representative for the black race and trying to pretend like you're something that you're not to fit into their liking all of us have done it at some point or time we shouldn't have to but we've all probably done it at one point or another but i did not relate to this at all like it just was like oh, okay like i i don't understand this this is not for me i he's not talking to me and being black and i was like you know i'm black i'm not black as fuck but i'm black i, I just did this wasn't for me and when you have that type of stuff i'm like kenya from a man named Kenya, I expected more. Like, he started talking about, like, I know my Armenian drug dealers and all this. Stuff. It just none of this stuff made any, it, it, the connection was not there. Like, you had to squint to see the connection. And that's not how this should be. Like, and I didn't understand why he did it at all. Because I was like, he already did blackish modeled after his own life. That's why he has the mixed wife in blackish. So basically, you redid what you just did, but worse. Like that, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, I could not for the life of me 
because Anthony Anderson makes Kenya's life which he of course is not exactly Kenya's life it's a little different because I think on that show Anthony Anderson is in marketing their house is not quite as huge and big like it's a little bit more obtainable to real life I guess but he was funnier so although he was supposed to be very wealthy or have money in blackish he was obtainable like anthony anderson is funny so then it was like oh this is funny this is really really funny like i get it and then i think that the way they did the issues in blackish because they had such a limited time slot with the commercials and stuff they got to the point like they drug out white gays for three fucking episodes I was like, I, baby, listen, we don't need you to do that. If we need you, if you need to talk about the same shit for three episodes, we, you're you going to lose us, okay? So it, to me, it just wasn't relatable. Now, will I say that he's a colorist? I can't say that because like I said, that's his life. That is, that's his life. That's his wife. Those are his kids. I can't say that. But what I will say is Kenya. Can you make something, a show, that doesn't have those characters in it? Like, people are saying that I want to see a black as fuck show. Can you make a black as fuck show to show true black issues in a way that would identify with the average black person? Can we we get that? Wealthy people is probably not going to bode well with most black people. Because it's not identifiable. So you, you have to be able to make it identifiable. Do I think that there are some issues that they could go after? I think they do hit on, because I didn't watch all of them, but I think I watched like four episodes. I think eventually they do go into the fact that the wife is biracial. I think they do do that. But I think the issue also stands when you have somebody who looks like Rashida Jones is that they were making everything like, yeah, you know, racism. And I'm like, I don't know if that's valid for Rashida because she don't really like Rashida Jones looks white. So for people to really treat her with racism would be very hard to believe. And I think that's another reason why people was like, I don't know, this is there's a disconnect somewhere. Like I get that they do tackle the fact that she's biracial and she's white passing in the show, which I didn't get to the episode yet, but I, I heard somebody say that they do talk about it. But I don't think they must not have talked about it in a way that made sense. And because she is biracial and white passing, I think that they probably should have put that in the first couple episodes. Because, you know, like a lot of people, you're going to lose a lot of people in the first episode. So I was like, you might as well put it in the first or second episode so that at least we, you could have explained, okay, we got you. I know that this is, we saying black as fuck, but it's really beige as fuck like I, I get I just we know we know this is why we we making this distinction early and I that's all I probably would have did but yeah y'all leave Kenya alone this is just what his family looks like I like I said I can't say that he's a colorism or he, he colorist or he has an agenda all I know is that that's his family and he probably should have wrote reworded the title that's it that's all I got It was a post that came out and it was talking about millennials being like like really young and being like naive or whatever. I'm like, stop using millennials when we are not all 
young. It's like, oh, millennials, they complaining because they won't get a graduation or whatever. And I'm like, listen, first of all, I think that's fucked up. Like, I think for the kids to not have a graduation is fucked up. It, it's, it is, it's messed up. But first, one, they're not millennials. None of, none of them are. Like, most of the kids that are probably graduating from college aren't even millennials. They're Generation Z. But it is fucked up nonetheless. And I think that just kind of sidebar to a sidebar. I think something should be done. I think LeBron James is doing like a virtual graduation today, I think. Um, or sometime in early May. He's doing. And I think more people should do that. I was thinking that. I was like, I think more like celebrities and even the schools should do like a virtual graduation. And I know that a lot of them are doing little things here and there. But I don't know if they're doing like, because on Zoom, can't you have like a million people on there or some shit like that? Like get a paid subscription to Zoom or like I know here in Maryland, I think they have a contract with Google or whatever. Like ask Google how many people can be on there and they should give the kids something so that they don't feel like they mess like missed out. At that part, I think is really like you, you go through school and you don't get your 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 roses because I know a lot of people are saying like we did all this work and it was for nothing and I'm like for well first of all it's not if you leave school with a diploma that's what you came for you didn't come to get people to clap for you for five seconds and that's it because you most of this stuff you won't remember you you're not gonna remember any of the things that happened necessarily on graduation day unless something really bad happens You'll just know that you graduated and you'll have the pictures. I think they should do something virtually where people can still get their pictures, like their senior pictures, like, you know, with them with the cap and gown. Maybe if they have the cap and gown, do something virtually where the kids can get like a green screen or something or have somebody go out and take pictures of them because that's really what they want. At the end of the day, that's what they want because prom is nothing but a big ass party. I know a lot of people were upset about that, but prom is a big ass party. Like if you go to a club or a wedding like it's prom and most people proms is like shitty I, I know mine I mean I well I guess I can't speak for everybody but my experience at prom was shitty as fuck like it was it was not good you know what I mean so I think that you, you kind of got to keep that in mind that prom it's it's the experience like I get it I can't say to tell somebody that you can't be mad about not getting prom because I got to go to mine but I will say that it's just an experience and you will have that experience. Trust me, you will have that experience where you can wear the dress that you ain't never going to wear no more that your mother didn't pay way too much money for. You, you will get your chance to wear that shiny ass dress and that big tacky ass tuxedo that when you look back at this was like, what the fuck was I wearing? So if you want that, what the fuck was I wearing picture to have on your wall? It's coming. Trust me, it is. Trust me. All right, so I'm going to talk a little bit about this. And then I'm going to go. Okay, I'm not going to stay on here too long. I'm just going to talk a little bit about it. And then I'm going to go. So should we open or shouldn't we open the country back up? And at this point in my... Because you know me, I'm the type of person that say, well, in the beginning, I was like, let's do what we need to do so this virus will go away. So if they say stay the hell home to protect other people, I'm staying the hell home so that you protect other people. Like, I'm not going to go out and try to be around a bunch of people in order to get me sick or my family member sick or somebody else sick because I don't know if I'm asymptomatic and I don't want to be the person that is responsible. 
But at the same time, you see like the lady in California who opened up the restaurant against the state orders. You have people opening up strip clubs. I saw that, that against the state order and the damn drive through strip club. Like, <sighs> why? It ain't enough stripping in the world. Like, why do you need a drive through strip club? Like, I don't even know how that works. Like, how do you set that shit up? Like, how do you set, like... How do you do work? How does that work? Like, is it a chain, like a zoo where you go around like a whole like route and see different strippers in different areas? Like, this is the cinnamon containment over here. And this is the the money girl containment over here. And I'm like, I don't know how that how that work like i don't even know why you would need to do that but regardless people are just they kind of going against the order anyway you're seeing more and more people because americans don't fucking listen like i don't know what they in what the government thought was gonna happen but i was like we live in america americans don't listen to shit like you can tell like we have to have things on items that we should not have to have things on so that americans know not to hurt themselves like that dumb shit like if you ever gone to get coffee from mcdonald's the shit now says caution this is hot because some dumbass motherfucker didn't realize that shit was hot. Like, we have to put disclaimers on obvious shit. Like, we are out here telling people don't eat bleach. Like, what government? Listen. Even though that did come from a government official to eat the bleach. But that's not, neither here nor there. Um, but what did you expect? What, what really did y'all expect? And how long did you think this shit was going to last? Before people were going to just start doing what they want to do. This is why I'm on the fence. I, I believe that we should keep it closed. I be personally, my personal opinion is keep it closed. Until they have a plan, a strategy of how to not get people sick. Because I've heard people, way too many people say, I, I don't mind getting it because I'm young or I'm healthy and if I get it, it's not going to be that bad. The issue is you don't know what the fuck's going to happen to you until the virus is in your system. And then you will know how your body will take it. Until that happens, you don't know if you get it, you might be fine or you could get it and you could get really, really sick. Even if you live, from what I've heard, the people that live through this, it's not fun. It's, it's not something where it's just like, oh, I got to get it. <sighs> Come, like y'all got to use some common sense. You got to use some common sense. But the reason why I'm saying that I'm on the fence is because are you really going to be able to keep these people home? Is it is it going to matter if business owners just start opening up stores and stuff? What are we going to do? You going to arrest everybody? Like how I think we did not do a very good job as a nation for kind of like preparing for what was going to happen and we see the breakdown and I think a lot of people get mad at the shutdown but they don't get mad at the issues like this shut this this pandemic basically just showcased what was wrong in America and instead of y'all trying to find ways to fix that y'all are mad because you can't go to Kohl's like those are the types of things that just don't make sense to me We've got to use more common sense. If you know that you are living paycheck to paycheck and you cannot afford to be sick or stay home and you don't have health insurance, the issue is not get mad necessarily at the fact that you cannot go outside and go do a half court with your friends. The issue is you don't make enough money. 
and you don't have affordable health care. That's your issue. We need to start to pay attention to that. Y'all anger all them guys over there and women over there with the guns standing in the state houses and stuff like that. We need to raise the minimum wage and make sure that everybody has access to universal health care and not going broke over that. I'm waiting. Where is your energy to help fix that? Where? Where is that at? If you're upset that it's going to take so long for you to get a vaccine or something like this could even happen, we needed to be prepared. There should have been a pandemic response team that is not there. We need to put more money in science. That is an issue. Why are we not talking about that? Americans, we only see what's in front of us. And if we don't look past that, what's in front of us, we all, it's like you can just dangle a carrot and we look at somewhere else. Like it's too, it's too easy. We make this shit too easy. And we got to stop. You cannot get distracted because of things that are going on. You've really got to be able to make sure that you do the right you know where the right issues are to channel your action to. Standing in the courtyard of your state house ain't it, baby. It ain't it, boo-boo. Your issue is that you need to get paid more. You need to be compensated more. You need to have sick leave in order to do that. And you need to make sure that you have protections in place that if something does happen, it does not completely derail your livelihood. Those are the things that you need to be talking about. Those are your issues. Just saying. Well, this has been another episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. And I am super excited. I think you're going to be excited as well because we have a guest coming up next week. I got to confirm it. I haven't done, I have not done that yet, but I'm going to confirm it. You're going to be really excited about the guests we're having and we're going to have a really good time. It is a comedian, but I'm going to keep it to myself until everything is confirmed, confirmed. Okay. When I have a picture and an image to put out there, I will certainly do that. So I'm excited about that because they are actually coming to millennials. They're not going to brunch and they're coming to millennials. They're coming to moi. And so I'm excited about that as well. And stay tuned for brunching because we got another guest that's supposed to be coming over there too which y'all are going to love so last we got i'm gonna keep it secret till i get a <laughs> confirmation and we have all of that stuff in the bag but make sure that you tune in to millennials anonymous if you're not sure where we air make sure you go to our website which is just www.millennials.us that way you'll know exactly all the places that we go live you'll know all the platforms that we're on so that you can tune in Shout out to WPIR 98.4 FM for rocking and rolling with us. Like I said, we're supposed to be on WRDR, but I have no idea when we air. I don't know when we air. I don't know. I don't have a date yet. So I guess maybe I need to do a better job of that. Yeah, that's me. That's 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 my bad. Okay, that's my bad. I'm gonna I'm gonna get that information to y'all so y'all have it. That's 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 that's, that's, 
that's on me. That's on me. That's my that's my job. Okay. Let me make sure I get that information. But you know, we're on until then, you can still listen to us on iHeartRadio. You can listen to us on radio.com. You can listen to us on iTunes, Google, Spotify, Anchor, all of that. So whatever you prefer, you can do that. But we got a lot of bangers coming up, a lot of great interviews coming up. And if there's something that you think that we should be talking about, and I say this every couple weeks, that we're not, I need for you to let us know. So if you're like, okay, you you be talking about millennials issues, but you missing this reach out so if you can go and go to the website you could just fill out the form at the bottom and it will come straight to me well it won't come straight to me but you get it you, you get my point there's there's an intersection in there, but it, you got you but it'll come to me and it i mean i can also give you my email but most of y'all i mean you're not gonna write it down because people mispronounce my name all day long i've been called lisa's I've been called Lessis, I've been called Leasty, I've been called all kind of stuff. So I know even if I give it to you, you're probably going to spell it wrong. You know what I mean? So just go to the website. The best way for you to reach me is to just to go to www.millennials.us. Again, stay tuned for all the things that we have coming up here on millennials and brunching and we're going to have a giveaway so we're supposed to have a question of the day so you need to follow us us on facebook and on instagram so that you can know what the question of the day is so that you can win a free shirt from millennials anonymous or from brunching podcast either one or you know a miss cannabis nurse solutions ashley will be donating a shirt as well for brunchings for this question of the day so if you want to win a shirt or some prizes please make sure that you tune in to brunching and then you also like and subscribe to us on all major podcasting platforms so that you can see what's going on and facebook instagram and youtube all right so i appreciate you rocking with us i meet listen stay safe and i know some of you cannot because you're essential workers and my heart goes out to all the essential workers rock it keep rocking it my heart goes out to everybody the custodians the the hospital workers everybody grocery store clerks everybody so i need you guys to stay as safe as possible thank you for supporting us thank you for listening we absolutely appreciate everything that you guys do so this has been another episode of millennials anonymous peace